Hey there, Growth Warriors. You are listening to the Grow Daily Podcast and I'm your host, Piyush Agarwal. Welcome to the 31st episode of this podcast series. So, have you been crushing and growing your business every single day or not? Because that's what we intend to do through these podcast episodes. On this podcast, I try to find ways that you can consistently grow your business every single day. Yes, the key being every single day. Because you cannot just hack your growth in a single night. And even if you are able to do that, you need to still do a lot of things in order to keep your business growing and sustain that kind of growth. So let's talk about ways that we can keep our businesses growing, we can keep crushing at it, and at the same time, enjoy while we do it. Because if we are not doing something that we are passionate about, it will not really last too long. Now, if you have been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that one of my most prescribed ways of ensuring that you grow your business is to make sure that you are always open to feedback. You're always open to improving the way you have been doing things and changing things for the better. You need to be always up for an honest evaluation of how you have been or your team has been doing in your business. Now, if we talk about my last episode, episode number 30, it was our first roundup of this particular podcast. We basically went through every single thing from what's working to what's not working to what else should we be focusing on to ensure that this podcast picks up and does well. Now, that particular format really worked well for me as an individual and it also worked because I was open to sharing and giving an inside view of what's happening on the podcast side. However, if you have a team that you work with and if you have multiple people involved, the same process might not be as effective as you would like it to be. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about how you can gather feedback from your teams and how you can make sure that the whole team is working in helping you grow the business. Sounds exciting? I hope it does. Now, what we are going to talk about is known as retrospective meetings. In case you have a development team today that follows the agile methodology of going about processes through sprints, this may not be something that's new for you because most of the sprint teams at the end of their sprint, which is a two-week cycle, should already be conducting these retrospective meetings for their teams. For others, let me walk you through what a retrospective meeting is really about. Now, retrospective meetings are really a positive and result-oriented event that is planned and held for the whole team. It may be a whole team of a department. It may be a whole team that's working for your company. It really depends on what you're trying to tackle and what you're trying to do. Retrospective, as the word suggests, means looking back. In the sprint world, this basically means that before the team starts a new sprint, they keep aside some time to look back at the older sprints and figure out what worked and what did not work. And whatever did not work, how they can go ahead and improve on it. Now, in case you are thinking that this is something that will only work for development teams or for sprints, you are wrong. What I have learned in the last two weeks while working on a retrospective with a client is that it can really push the team to do a lot more. It can really help them think better. It helps create an environment where the team knows what are the issues everyone is facing and they basically come forward to find the solutions and help each other out. They're also way more open to trying new things and doing a lot more. So a retrospective meeting is more about getting a team together, have them gather at a specific time 
and have them be open to learning and finding solutions to improve the way they have been working. This meeting is clearly not a team bashing or an individual feedback session. And if you follow the right process for conducting a retrospective meeting, you can completely avoid those situations. It's more important to be talking about things like what's working, what's not working, what can be improved, what can be added to the process, what can be removed from the process, and things like that. In fact, every retrospective meeting starts with something that's known as retrospective prime directive. It goes something like this. Regardless of what we discover, we understand and truly believe that everyone did the best job they could. Given what they knew at that time, their skills and abilities, the resources available and the situation at hand. So basically, retrospective meetings are not about finding faults. It's about finding things that are not working for the team and finding a solution together. And by reading out this directive for the whole team, especially when they are doing the retrospective for the first time, you ensure that they think positively. They are thinking as a collective and not as an individual only. Also, retrospective meetings are not about just finding things that are not working and then working on the solution for them. It's also about calling out the good work the team has been doing. Use this occasion to let the team acknowledge their team members' work and also call out something that they are really happy about. Let them talk about things that makes them happy to be there in the team to be their part of the business and make sure that everybody shares the same message. If you start a meeting on that note, you will ensure that the team is a lot more open, they are optimistic about what we are trying to do and the process works a lot more smoother. If your team is new to retrospectives, they may take some time to understand the format and warm up to the concept before they will be all out and that's okay because it's not about conducting a retrospective once and then forgetting about it for over six months or a year. This is a periodic process. These meetings happen a lot more frequently and the frequency is something that you can define based on what makes sense for your team. So I'll quickly summarize what retrospective meetings are before we move further. Retrospective meetings are positive result-oriented events where the team gathers to learn and find solutions to improve the way they are working. It is not a team bashing or an individual feedback session. It's about talking about the good things that the team has been doing and also figuring out how they can improve on things that have not been working too well or what kind of changes should they make to make sure that they are a lot more efficient in doing their work. Now, in order to run an impactful retrospective meeting, there are certain requirements that you need to have in place. The first and the most important thing is there needs to be a facilitator or a scrum master. This facilitator is usually not the manager or the lead of the team. It's also a good idea to have someone who is not even part of the team. Ideally, it should be someone who can be completely neutral and unbiased to what the teams are sharing. Their job is to make sure that everybody gets to contribute and the goals of a retrospective is met. All the retrospective meetings need to have certain goals that they want to meet, what are the areas that they want to focus on, and the Scrum Master is the one who needs to make sure that they are always conducting the event, conducting the meeting in a way that it's productive for everyone. So it's a key role that needs to be chosen well. So identify your facilitator, keeping all the points in mind on how effective somebody will be in running such meetings. Now, the next important part is 
try to make sure that everyone on the team is involved and is available for these meetings. Even if you have to conduct it over a chat or over a video call or over a conference call, it's all fine. But make sure that everybody who should be there is actually part of these meetings. Don't do it from just a subset of people or just a particular hierarchy of people. Ideally, it should be everyone who is working as part of a team or as part of your organization. Depending on what the scope of this retrospective is, choose the people, but choose everyone. Don't leave anyone out. A lot of times the people you will end up leaving out will come up with the most important solutions and the most important problems. Things that have been completely overlooked otherwise. Third point is to set aside a specific time and duration. So have people mark their calendars and ensure that nobody has anything else coming up at that time. Set aside at least 30 minutes. I would recommend to start with an hour is a better idea because initially a lot of people will have a lot to share and maybe over the weeks when you decide what the frequency of these meetings should be, it will overall reduce. But you will also see that a lot of these discussions are extremely productive when they are time bound. So the scrum master needs to keep a track of the time and needs to make sure that the discussions are moving in the right direction and they are able to start and complete the retrospective in a timely manner. So block time on everybody's calendar, make sure that it's happening at a certain time and nobody is missing out. Finally, the last thing that I want to talk about is your retrospective needs to have a format that it follows. There are multiple formats available today, but we wouldn't be covering that in this particular episode because I would like you to first think over how retrospective can be crucial for your team, for your business, how you can go about getting the team together in one place and when you should be doing it. Believe me, this is something that will benefit your business and your team. It will be amazing for the team's morale and will help the team discover areas of concerns which would have got otherwise overlooked. This can be a very impactful tool for your business, for your teams, and I would love it if you go ahead and try it. So here's the task for today. Go back and identify a slot that works for your team. Identify a scrum master or a facilitator who will conduct this retrospective. Get them up to date and get them ready to how they can go about conducting such a meeting and make sure that everybody is present on the time that you pick. Send out that meeting invite and block every single person's calendar. And then you would know how this can be super impactful. In tomorrow's episode, we'll be talking about the different format of retrospective meetings available and also going over all the points that will help you conduct an effective retrospective meeting. I hope you are as excited about this as I was when I first came across it a couple of weeks back. With that, we have come to an end of this episode and I am looking forward to tomorrow's. Hope you are as well. This was Piyush Agarwal and you have been listening to the Grow Daily Podcast. 